He looks know. like Hermes the Christmas elf that wants to be a dentist. It's <laughs> from <laughs> <laughs> the Rudolph special, the claymation special. It's exactly what he looks like. Look. <laughs> you get the little quaff coming out, but more of the quaff and you're done. <laughs> check it out, it's Six. what we're doing. One. Come and check it out, it's Six. what we're all about. Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. And I'm James. And welcome to the Killbillies Christmas Special. Isn't this lovely, fellas? I think it is. I think it Look is. Look at all these presents. I know. That's oh, crazy. <laughs> easy there. Easy there. <laughs> so, that one's not yours. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to just make you feel nice and cozy and Christmassy and holiday-like. So we uh, all dressed up like idiots and uh, yeah. I'm doing a Christmas special. More so than usual. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be a fun thing to uh, talk about uh, differing traditions from all of our different kind of places of origin. Not that you two are really from a different place of origin, but you have slightly different cultural backgrounds. Sure. So, um, yeah, Hector, why don't you, why don't you go first? Um, so, in Belgium, the little town that I'm from, no, wait. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, as, as most of you know, I'm, uh, I'm Cuban, and so we do, um, we don't do your traditional Christmas meal, for starters. We do, um, we do roast pork. Um, oh, right. Usually, we actually have ham and turkey and pork. And then we have white rice and black beans and plantains and oh, all that stuff. That's awesome. Yuca, and then we have like um, these desserts. They're like these um, these Spanish desserts. Like they're called turrones, and they, there's different ones. There's like sweet ones and jelly ones and stuff, and they're really good. I want some. Um, but yeah, so we we um, we used to when I was a, when I was when I was little when I was younger, we used to like roast a pig, like an entire pig. We'd go out to some farm out in Clueston, some you know my dad knew or whatever, and he'd pick out a pig and we'd bring it home and. That'd be the one that we would roast, and we would take we would roast like all day, like you know all the all the uncles and cousins and everybody would come over, and everybody's having their beers all day long, and they're just roasting this pork, man, all day long. Um, oh wow! As my dad got older, um, Christmas, uh, you know, Christmas changed a little bit and stuff around our house, and so we still do the pork, um, but the last, I guess, the last few years before my dad passed, we weren't really roasting a pig anymore. We were just ordering, you know, like. A leg or whatever, like a section, like the rump, rump or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then this year it fell on me to um, uh, to get all that done, and so I not only ordered it, but I ordered it already, like broken apart and everything. I was yeah. like, I'll spend the extra money and not have to deal with anything. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so you got so, the whole pig. Uh, uh, we got we got a good good chunk of pig. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You didn't get the nostrils. No, but we have a lot. Of, so we used to have, no, we used to have a lot of people come to our house when, when I was younger. Eventually that tapered off a little bit, but this year, um, this year there's some changes and things happening and stuff. And so this is potentially the last Christmas at, uh, at my mom's house. And so, uh, we decided to go all out and invite all the cousins and everybody again. And so everybody's getting together for Christmas and we have like 40 people coming to the house. Wow. Yeah, it's going to be fun. To your house? Yeah. My nice. mom, well, my mom's house. My mom's oh, house. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's house. Oh, that's just delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. When you were growing up, did you, uh, did you all have to go to church and all that? We did. We went to like midnight mass and stuff. That kind of we stopped doing that at some point when I got older. Um, I don't. We don't really do that anymore. Um, but yeah, that was like a big thing. It used to be that 
which was like really funny because you know it used to be that we would do Christmas Eve and everybody was partying their butts off and everybody's drinking and having a good time and yeah. then and then we would do this until like eleven thirty and then everybody was just roasted and would go to midnight mass. We used to do the exact same thing. We used to do the same thing. We used to go to midnight mass just out of our minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, was yeah, yeah it was stupid. It was stupid. But um but yeah, I mean, you know, that's 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 what we do. And then when the kids are there, especially now, you know, now that we're you know we're older and we have technology and stuff. When the kids are there stuff, we're we're tracking Santa on the phone and we're like, you know, that with the the Noah website lets you track Santa on Christmas <laughs> Eve. So we're like, look, he's he's here. Oh, oh, he's getting close. Time for bed. Go to bed. <laughs> that's funny. Um so yeah, so we do that kind of stuff and everything. But yeah, man, it's just a it's just especially you know, especially this year again, it's just a huge get together. The whole family's together. Um Everybody's giving gifts. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's drinking, eating, getting fat. It's a good time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so, um, what was your what's your Christmas been like, James, over the years? A lot like that. Uh, you know, we had the we did the midnight mass thing, but you, we were usually exhausted because we were working the day like the day before, getting everything ready. Because we owned a bakery, and everybody was like needed the bread and the pastries and all that. Christmas Eve was insane. Oh, we bet. worked all day. And then we like ate a bunch of food, and then we would go to like um, to the midnight mass and go crazy. We always had on Christmas Eve like the seven fish deal. Yeah, I go to that with my my uh, wife's family's Italian, and um, that's great. The fish yeah, the it's always the best way what to is, go. What is that? Tell me more about that. It just they do basically seven different types of fish, usually in like one dish or multiple dishes, but like usually it's in like one big dish. Like we, oh, we, we tend how, to go. Out. Is that the traditional way, or to put we it in one we thing? tend to we tend to. Right. I don't know if that's like everybody's, but we tend to put it in like one, like red sauce dish with like everything from scungili to crab to shrimp and uh, clams and mussels. And so you end up with like something that's like, like a little bit like a paella or something like that. Yeah. It's just all this different it's stuff. Italian paella. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's banging because then they usually put a little bit of like spice in the sauce to make it a little. Zestia, and that's yeah, like that's no, like a Christmas man. Eve tradition. Yeah, or? Christmas Eve. Okay, and then Christmas Diablo. Day we do like you know the regular thing, usually like a prime rib or something like that. A lasagna. We're not big, we're not big on ham. Eat a big lasagna or something. <laughs> yeah, honestly, most of the time lasagna, ar- lasagna, artichokes. I was always big on artichokes. Like they made tons of those. Yeah, that's man. Funny. I've a lot of the Italian uh, stuff. I do now because you know my wife's Christy Pinello, so so we do the, the seven fishes thing and yeah a lot of the similar foods for for Christmas and stuff. But when I was growing up um, in England, Christmas seems to last a lot longer. It's like Christmas Eve is a big deal and Boxing Day is a big deal too. Right. So it's like that. Those three days are they're almost all as important as the other. Almost you know, and um. Uh, there's always the debate of why is it called Boxing Day. And I think the reason why it's called Boxing Day is uh, it's based, I think it's like when, when the servants used to be able to like have their day, their right. day off or something like that, which is, um, of course, it was just some terrible posh English reason. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, on Christmas Eve, you know, when I lived with my mum and dad and we were all in the village, we'd do the same thing. We'd all go to the pub with all other friends and then we'd all sort of stagger over to midnight mass, which is usually really nice because in a little village in the old church and everything, it was lovely. They had all the candles and it was a great atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. That was definitely my favourite, remains my favourite church over this year. I don't very often go to church. I, You know, I wouldn't call myself 
these days necessarily a Christian, like, but I do every now and again, you know. I like it, and I, and I like it sometimes. And um, It's peaceful. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And for, for me, it's always been about, like, the old churches. Like, yeah. those buildings, you know, where I grew up are just, they're, like, magical in their own right, you know. Oh, absolutely. All you got to do is sit in them to feel, feel something going on. Now, in England, you guys don't say Merry Christmas. You say Happy Christmas, right? Or is that, yeah. is that not a thing? No, we do say Happy yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And I didn't realize until right now that that's different. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I realized it because all the Hallmark movies that are set in England have everybody saying Happy Christmas. And then yeah. I'm like, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that. Yeah. yeah no, 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 I'm so we have, we have, uh, you have Boxing Day and... Uh, uh, I mean, I'm Cuban, but descended from Spain. And so we had something. We only did it for a little bit when I was younger. We don't really celebrate it so much anymore. But there is a there is a Spanish tradition for January 6th, which is Three Kings Day. Right. And the legend is, I guess, that um, that's the day, you know, Jesus, I guess, is born on December 25th and stuff. And so that, the Three Kings see the North Star and they do their, their trek to, you know, to find him and stuff. And so that's the day that they first lay eyes on him. And okay. so January 5th. Uh, the tradition was um, the kids would go to sleep and they would um, they would put out a box of hay, you know, basically like a manger or whatever, but like a box of hay, and they would wake up January 6th and there would be presents, gifts from the three kings, for the three wise men. Oh, so, yeah, so, so we did that for a little bit when we were younger, but that's it. January 6th, an yeah. auspicious date. Right. Well, you know, it gets expensive putting another whole day for gifts. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah totally. Yeah. you got to take the day off. And right. Just, uh, the thing is, the big difference um, <clears throat> for me living in the U.S. is you guys' food on Thanksgiving is much more like our Christmas food than your Christmas food is. Like, it's always a tur- very often a turkey in England, you know, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I always thought we were supposed to do goose. Yeah, we that's did. always the, like the usual mm-hmm. like. My mum used to thing. do a goose often. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's always what I thought was traditional for it. Yeah, but the the, the 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 ham thing, the 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 pork on Christmas Day. Well, what my mum and dad used to do quite a lot is like you know we'd have turkey. Or, or like a couple of chickens for, or a goose for the. It'd be a bird of some kind for for Christmas dinner. But then, um, then we'd um, we'd just have a ham. You know what I mean? Yeah. As well, and it would just be big eating throughout the day, kind well, of thing. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what I mean. We were doing for a long time for Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving, we we do the kind of traditional, and we do turkey and some of the traditional stuff. But then we throw in some Cuban dishes and stuff. But Christmas for us was always was always pork. And occasionally, I guess a turkey or whatever. But just recently, like we're just like, ah, let's just throw it all in there. You know, we had literally the pork, the ham, and the turkey, and it's oh, like, yeah. and then we have you know desserts and we have everything else. Yeah, we it's everything. Aren't we lucky? <laughs> it's a know, little bit of everything. It's amazing, really. Long may these uh, days of being able to have these sumptuous Christmas dinners last. <laughs> heck yeah, heck right. yeah, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> My family always did like just big Italian meals for everything. It was always like uh, mainly Italian food. If there was something else that was supposed to be there, sometimes we'd put it. Thanksgiving one year we did like Cornish hens because we were like, my grandfather was like, we weren't here. So <laughs> we don't know about any of this. <laughs> I don't think I've ever eaten a Cornish hen. I must have done it at some point. They're just the little ones, right? Yeah, they're Probably, little, yeah. little tasty guys. Everybody got one of their own. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, wow. It was, yeah, it was better than, it was so much doper than turkey. A Cornish <laughs> hen of peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, outside of that, we mince pies. Do you guys do mince pies? We do. And we have, Not like, so pizza rustica. Right. Which is, like, the meat and... 
cheese, you know, like kind so of thing. So a mince and then pie have... is like a totally different thing. A mince pie uh, used to be meat, but now it's like this is like a fruitcake kind of stuff inside a pie. That's it's weird. just like a little it's like a little fruit pie, and um, they're really good. And but and that's like a mega Christmas thing. And then we always have Christmas cake too. You guys do Christmas cake though, right? Fruit Christmas cake. cake? Yeah, fruitcake. Fruit yeah. yeah, I guess. Like we you don't said, do ours, it, but like, it's we usually do that. And we usually do bisaristica and the grain pie. Okay, those are our two. Like that's like Christmas. Yeah, we do like things. pecan pies, and we do the turrones that I mentioned, and then we do guava. We do like guava. Oh god! Like we put like yeah. little crackers out so well. with guava and cheese. Oh, it's oh, very nice. so uh, good. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm getting hungry. hungry just sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> crackers out with guava and cheese. Okay, that's, that's I should have brought some. Should have brought some to share today. Oh no, my you should. god! <laughs> should have. We'd all be like, mm, we'd be like an ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we that normally? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So, um, what's the uh, the year been like for Killbillies then? Well, we released our vinyl. Yes, we, we did. did. That yeah. was a trek in the process, but we got it through. We made yeah. it. Yeah. It was a little frustrating. Um, it took a long time. I think it was always going to take a long time, but I feel like it took a bit longer it took, than that. It took longer than it was supposed to, and... It wasn't. It didn't come exactly as I had envisioned, um, and has as we had ordered. It was square instead of round. No, <laughs> right? They uh, literally came like square. And we were like, no. "What?" No. no, the colors were a little bit different in the vinyl and stuff. But in the end, after I got over my initial shock of it, um, I think they turned out quite nice. Yeah. They are. They are. I, I every time I look at them, I, I love them. I like all of them. I don't they, know which one I like better, man. The white one or the clear one? They both have their like. It, it literally is one of those ones that depends on which one, like what the pattern is. Yeah. Yeah. They all have such random patterns. So when you look at it, you're like, oh, that one's just dope. Yeah. yeah. It's got like the right patterning to it. It's like that. I don't know. I like that one more. Than like this. Yeah. I, I I tried to save one for myself, and it was like, I kept finding ones. I was like, oh man, I really like that one. Oh, I really like that one. So it was. Yeah. No, totally. The um, the whole process kind of made us want to, um, or process, as we say in England, mm-hmm. um, made us want to uh, start our own vinyl company at one point. Yeah, yeah. So we actually looked into it, and then we talked about it, and then we went, uh, we went to uh, uh, Big D and the Kids Table uh, uh, down at uh, what was it, Revolutions? Yeah, that was yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, with the interrupters and stuff. And so we were talking to the uh, girl at the merch table, the lady at the merch table, and she apparently is like the merch manager or something for all of the bands that were on that tour. And uh, we, we got to talking about vinyl and, and who she uses. And then she's saying basically the same thing, that, that no matter who you use, there's not that many players in the games, no matter who you use, it's frustrating. Yeah. And it takes a long time. And so I was joking around about Ben and I were talking about starting one. And she's like, if you start one, she goes, here's my card. Call me. I'll send you all my bands. And I was like, sweet. So I left there with every intention of like, this is what we're doing, Ben. We're starting a vinyl company. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I looked it up. So the problem with starting a vinyl company is you would expect that the problem is the expense of, of the machinery. And, and you're kind of right. But the bigger issue is no. The bigger issue is you can't just like, like if you wanted to start a t-shirt company, you say I need a silkscreen machine, and you go on Amazon or you go on some silkscreen company and you buy the machine. You want to start a vinyl company and you need the machine. There's nowhere to buy it because they stopped making the machines when they stopped printing vinyl back in the 80s. So the only way to get a machine is to buy an old one from an old factory that's just sitting there and refurbish it or buy one that's been refurbished or whatever. So it's super expensive. That's wild. Interesting. 
Yeah. yeah. You would yeah. have thought that like there'd be some little bespoke company that does it, you know? Uh, I, w- I wish it was us. I wish 561 Music Vinyl existed, but it doesn't. Well, <laughs> now I have to learn something new. I got to learn how to make a press. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think why it might still I feel like by like January 1, James is going to be like, guys, guys, come over. Look what I built. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tempt me. It's, it's another like, project. Now you're like, well, they don't really, there's no one making it. It's like, well, Feel yeah. a need. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'll be calling Gavin up with his 3D printer and stuff and be like, Gavin, can you print me out this uh, this piece? I need a part. What's it for? I'm building a vinyl maker. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely out of lollipop sticks and bicycle wheels. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, that's a Willy Wonka thing there, man. <laughs> yeah. It's literally going to look like the, the Wonka machine for the Everlasting Gobstopper. And there's like this thing, and it just comes out all wonky and weird. Uh, yeah, dude. It's got like the bellows and everything. <laughs> The only thing that I think is worth bringing up that happened this year that was bananas is all of a sudden everyone thought there might be aliens. And then that just all went away. It did. Oh, yeah. right. Remember that? I forgot all about it. It was so like, we're not it. alone for five seconds. And then, it just... yeah, no one ever, nothing ever came They released that, a huh? whole bunch of stuff that yeah. was like, quote unquote, evidence. And right. Then, and everybody and then was it just fell to the way. The way. I, yeah. that, that's just the government squashing it down there. That's yeah. conspiracy. Yeah. so funny. Conspiracy, I, you're conspiracy right. baby. I, <laughs> I totally forgot about it. I know. Um, I wanted to know more about aliens. Yeah, me too. But it just the thing happened that always seems to happen with these things is that everyone who's talking about it is the person who knows the person that saw the alien or knows the person who's hiding right. the thing. So there's always that one step removed stuff, you know what I mean? It's never the so, actual person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are bored. People get yeah. bored and they're like, you know, they talked about that and then something else happens well, those and they, people, they're, you know, on the next flight. Those people that it happened to, they can't talk about it though cuz they were abducted. They're not here anymore. Yeah, well, that's that's fair. <laughs> they got probed where the sun doesn't shine. Yeah. Oh, poor things. <laughs> Don't be jealous, James. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, we uh Went on tour. That was fun. That was really fun. That was a lot of fun. Anyone got any highlights from the tour? You want to start, James? Um, I enjoyed the painting. That was that was the most fun that we had on the tour. It was a, like a, a different experience for me to be able to do it. It was nice day, nice weather. The whole thing was cool. Like it was a good like combination of events. I got to meet some really cool people and party with like a whole group of people. Totally at the hotel. Ben did. We all did. It was a, such a blast. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Being invited into Hector's um, painting world was just my, a real eye opener. My, my secret private world. You guys. You guys. Uh, you guys always knew that I did that, and then, but you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, just like you know, like everyone, it's just like, oh, it's just something he does or whatever. But you guys had no idea. You guys had no idea that there's like this whole world. Everybody's like a family. Everybody's like yeah. Really and you're nice like a, to, you're like a celebrity in that. Nah, world. I wouldn't say I'm a celebrity. Oh, but they all know. I, I just, That's lies. But I do it's know, absolute freaking lies. I do know. Lies. I do everybody, know. Everybody, all of them, like, oh, Hector, there he is. We were waiting for you all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're totally. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and then we all sorry, got to, Aussie. We, I know, right? We all got to paint the thing together, which was re- a very trusting and, and nice effect, and b so much fun. Oh my god, absolutely! Yeah, yeah, it was just fun. I, I like to like hyper concentrate in anything like that, and that was just like focus. Let's just do this, and it was a blast. And oh, it was fun, man! It yeah. was fun, and I designed something, um, you know, something three D, but more on the simpler side a little less shading not really huge or anything just because honestly i just you know i was sure you guys could do something but i wasn't sure to what level you were gonna you know you were gonna be helpful and i i didn't know how busy we would be with playing and playing on the main stage and all that stuff in the middle of all this 
So I didn't want to be like killing ourselves trying to get it done. Um, but now I know. Now I know you guys both held your own, and we could definitely do something bigger next time. Yeah, so, yeah. bigger, oh, more detailed for the next one. Yeah. I know. Is Kill Billy's Kill Billy's going to take the art world by storm? Very <laughs> exciting. And your friend made his Chalk Billy's t-shirts. Yeah, that was fun. I like, I that was, like that my Chalk Billy's t-shirts. Zach, shout out to Zach for yeah, making the Chalk Chalk Billy's t-shirts. That was awesome. That was fun. Um, do you, have you got any highlights from the tour other than that? Yeah, I mean, you know, there was a few moments like I, you know, like all tours, you know, you 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 book things and you hope for the best, and uh, you know, you hope for the best, and and then you get there, and sometimes it's awesome, and sometimes there's three people. Um, the whole tour was fun. Like yeah. it, it, we hit, we hit some home runs on this one, man. We played we played a radio show. That was my favorite one. That, that was, was so fun. When we walked when we walked into that, it was epic. Like we literally like walked up with our stuff, and we walked right up to like the front door. The front door is open toward us, nice and open. Yeah. And the guy said, "There goes." Welcome, Killbillies. And we were like, whoa, shit, what just happened? I know. It was insane. I tell you what, that was a lot of fun. And it didn't feel real somehow. It was amazing. Yeah, we weren't awake. That's why. It was so early in the morning. We were there. It was like, what's happening right now? This is so weird. The whole thing was fun, man. Like that, that I thought was a highlight. You know, obviously doing the painting during the tour was a highlight. Um, Just like, there was just so many Faye Nectar. Faye Nectar was a so, huge oh, that highlight. Was ridiculous. Let's talk that about was that so a little fun. bit. So um, you may or may not know that um, uh, me, my whole group of friends, of which James is debatably the uh, the king, is <laughs> just mega nerdy. We like nerdy stuff. Yeah. And um, I know it's nothing special these days, but you know, like it's not like super like oh really? You know, everyone, a lot of people like nerdy stuff, but we do too. And, um, yeah, so we played Dungeons and Dragons and all this kind of thing. And we went to um, this place called Fey Nectar, which is, uh, it's a... Where uh, was that? It's in, um, it was in North Carolina, just Lake, outside of Asheville. Lake Lure. Is that the Lake yeah. Lure one? Lake Lure up in the mountain. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was a meadery. And so the, they only served, like, honey, you know, honey drink which honey, i had never which, had before it was delicious yeah it was surprisingly <laughs> good surprisingly good i i never had that kind of thing at all i don't usually like beers and stuff like that and it was like that kind of in between beer and wine not really like, like either cidery yeah. beer almost. Yeah. yeah it was and it went down smooth it was all right i was in i, yeah. I could, I could been, drink some of that they've had some non-alcoholic uh almost uh I, I guess uh, I don't even know what you would call it. They had they had a word for it. It's a uh, sangria type, uh, almost. Oh yeah, they did have that. They they had. Uh, what's that stuff called? What kombucha? Kombucha. Yeah. 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 They had like a, a non-alcoholic version of it or whatever. And so yeah, that, so it was, it was nice me. that they had that. You yeah, know? it was. It was. Cool. It was delicious. And they had. Um, so they do big sword fights there, and they do these big kind of high fantasy days where everyone comes dressed up and and everyone in there's got like elf ears on and everything and and but it was done really stylishly because yeah. well, like they were did, all like reenactors yeah like they yeah. all they all did like ren fairs and all that kind of stuff for yeah. a long time and they, did like duels there and then they just like made the meadery and brought it together yeah they, they have a trebuchet yeah they have a trebuchet which, there like they launch it regularly and do all these events with it and it's like all right you guys are pretty awesome well if you looked yeah, around yeah. they had the trebuchet and then they had all these other stations of things and and from what i understand they have they have smaller like um ren fair type things the events like weekend events or whatever there um 
And then I think once a year or once in, I think it's in the summertime, like in the summertime, they hold the Highland Games and they yes. they have like a whole competition, yeah, like swords and archery and awesome. everything. I've, I've seen like Highland Game stuff online and stuff like that. It's it's cool. I want I want we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, whether we're playing a show there or not, we're yeah, going. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no doubt. And we've got to start organizing our tours next year, and that's yeah. definitely going to be on the map because it's just so cool there. So that's, if you ever find yourself Ben's in way the, of pushing us into doing it. <laughs> Says I it just on the bring thing. it up. Yeah. yeah. So now it's real. Yeah. We're gonna get on the <laughs> well, and speak, speaking of tours for next year, um, you know, we're doing, we're doing, we, we we did one tour last year. We did one tour this year, and this coming year, we're actually up in the ante a little bit. And we're doing two tours. Yeah. And um, and they're, you know. Um, yeah, we're gonna go to England, and we're gonna go to the Midwest. Midwest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that should be fun. Absolutely. We'll I've be never, gone. We'll I've be never gone been for to the Midwest, and you guys have never been to England. We'll be gone. I'm going to make Justin sweat a little bit. We'll be gone for six months for each one of them. So uh, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That's Justin having a stroke right now <laughs> in the control booth. <laughs> no, don't worry. It won't be that bad. No, it won't be that bad. No, it won't it'll be just sick. be a month or so here and there. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's doing it again. <laughs> so it's <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, right. So that's that. We, we did the tour. And then um, other things that are interesting things to talk about is um, been working really hard at this project, Nina's Yard Party. Next week, we're going to talk about it a bunch more. I think. We are. And um, on Christmas Day, my first single from that band, which is a, it's a big collaborative um, ska project, reggae and ska a project. A lot of people on that. Yeah, <laughs> there really are. There's like um, f some local people like Sierra Lane, Joey Calderio, and then there's also, you know, touring acts and things like um, some people from Big D and the Toasters and um, the, my old band Sonic Boom 6. Yep. And yeah, it's cool. There's all sorts of cool people on there. And I'm very excited about the whole thing. I can't wait for it to, uh, can't wait for it to get kicked off, which is basically Christmas Day. So if you're watching this and you're looking for something to do on Christmas Day, then tune back in to Five Six One Music Podcast. You can watch my first single. I'd be super happy if you did that. And uh, yeah, so um, I think maybe it might be a great opportunity at this point in time to uh, to sing some songs. What do you think? Yeah, you want to do it? Let's yeah, do it. let's do it. All right. I'm in. All right, I'm going to play a Christmas carol that I always loved when I was a, a wee lad. It goes like this.
could play my part But what can I give Him? Give my heart Ben, that was really pretty. But us Italians like to do things a little bit more whimsical and uh, different. <laughs> so this is something from us. All right, let's do it. something for you guys. You guys think you can keep up? We'll try. Let's we'll do it. it. One, two, one, two, three, four. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. 
wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Alright, man, have some fun. the end of the year and it's time to get those taxes done. We all hate doing it, but it's just something that needs to get done. You can call Mary at Harmony Management Group and she'll make it as painless as possible for you. For the past several years, Mary has become the go-to accountant for the scene's musicians and artists, and really any small business. Need help? Give her a call today at 561-420-5652 or visit harmonymanagementgroup.com. Now, I can personally say that Mary is an absolutely wonderful accountant and she understands firsthand the world of artists and musicians. She's been a huge help to Killbillies and we are so proud to have her as a sponsor because she really cares about the local music scene and the local art scene. If you need help with the paperwork side of any small business, Mary has got your back. Again, the way to get in touch with her is 561 420 5652 or you can visit harmonymanagementgroup.com we are also sponsored by oasis root now oasis root carver bar is in seagrape square on indian town road and it is a carver bar if you don't know anything about carver it's a polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water and it has been in polynesia for potentially thousands of years it's a it's an old thing that um they used for kind of ceremonial and also um sort of ledger purposes it, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together um you will take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that it's meant to be something to bring people together it's uh has a kind of an effect which is i guess a kind of a slightly warming effect and uh, it just kind of makes you feel a, a, a nice it's not particularly intoxicating it's not like drinking alcohol so the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's 
it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam, or baby foot as they call it in France. And uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band, and his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults. But really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, we are also a studio, a live stream venue, and can, we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio-visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. Okay, so seeing as uh, we were just listening to an ad for Live Music Community, I think it would be a good time right now to uh, see if any of um, us have any advice for young aspiring musicians. And um, why don't we start off with guest to the podcast, Mr. James Galliano. Hmm. I always say never stop. The only difference between you and the person that you're looking at that's doing it is that they're doing it. Yeah. And they literally are just putting the time in to do what they need to to make that happen, which is anything and everything you need to. Like, if you want it to happen, you got to work at it. Yeah. No, that's absolutely true. Um, you know, something that someone... There's all, people always put up memes about this kind of thing. Someone put up a meme last week. Um, I didn't share it, but I agree with because I didn't agree with all of it. But I agree with one of the things, which is that um, you don't have to, you know, that making it is a is really a, a kind of a myth almost. It's just whether you're doing it or not. Right. And um, and just try not to get um, try not to get too beaten down by all of the ignorant people who. Um, think that if you don't want to go on The Voice or you don't want to go on some talent TV talent show or you're not signed to a major label, then you're not doing it. And that, that there's this kind of making it aspect, which means you have to be a multimillionaire or you haven't done anything with music. None of that is true. And it does get a little tiresome to have to explain that to people all the time. It does get a little bit tiresome to... Uh, it does get sometimes a little difficult to... to to not start believing them when they say it to you because people love saying that kind of thing. 
Um, I think sometimes it's a defense mechanism just because they, I don't know, might feel like jealous or something like that. And often it's just ignorance. But um, yeah, you just keep at it. You know, my advice is, is, is believe in yourself and the fact that you are doing it. Because if you're yeah. doing it, you are doing it. That's all you've got to do. You know? Yeah. 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 That's it. Because you're the person up there that the other people are looking at saying, I wish I could be doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not for everyone. It's not for the faint of heart. You know, choosing music for a career or choosing to do music a lot of the time is, is very hard work. You know, it for is. anyone. Whether you're doing well or not. It's, you know, for anyone. The other bit of information I can say is definitely... Find people that you can get along with. It's more important yeah. than anything else. Yeah, totally. The rest of the stuff, you can learn to be better musicians as a group together and yeah. stuff like that. But if you can't get along and you can't get through the things without like a good chemistry, it's never going to look good on stage. Yeah. It looks better when you're having fun. No, that's When everybody gets right. along with each other. If it's not, you guys are hot to each other. It's going to be seen. People it's can tell. Tough. It's tough. And, you know, we've all been there in the past. You know, it can be tough. And um, I'm just very grateful for, for you fellas. Very grateful <laughs> for you fellas because um, it's so nice to have people that um, that we all get on and we all, you know, have fun when we're on the road and stuff. And, you, and uh, you know, the fact that we've been on multiple tours now and we still want to do it again. You know? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, you got anything for us, Hector? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, building off what James just said about, you know, making sure that the, the, the people you're surrounding yourself with are people you get along with and they're, you know, your good buddies and your good pals and stuff, as opposed to, you know, just good musicians. Um, but that being said, um, my advice is, and it's not something that I necessarily set out to follow, but it's just something that just worked out that way. Um, you know, over the last few years is surround yourself with good musicians. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason I say that is, you know, I, you know, from the Nirvana tribute I was in, um, with Jay and with Justin to Euphobia with Justin, um, to this band with the two you guys, you know, I always have better musicians around me and, you know, for, for better or for worse, whether it makes me feel like I'm being pushed or not, um, at the end of the day, I am a much better musician today than I was, say, five years ago because I've surrounded myself with people that that are better, you know, just and not that they're better than me, just just good musicians are good at what they do and they yeah. put they push me to be better basically yeah, yeah um you know um you guys you know i see james constantly practicing and stuff and that just pushes me to want to be a better bass player um you know you're you're just you're phenomenal at like every instrument you play so huh. it pushes me to want to be a better bass player um you know being in euphobia with justin and being in the nirvana tribute with him he's he's a fantastic guitarist and he's and he's you know a, a perfectionist to a certain point where he he just he pushes me to do things better and, and it's frustrating sometimes but in the end, I am a better musician and a better person because of it. So, yeah. so I, I would say surround yourself with people that you get along with and people that are going to push you to be better. Yeah, totally. It's um, I'm always seeking out people who inspire me through that skill. You know, at the moment, um, uh, this, uh, a girl who's recently moved here from Ireland called Ali Hayes, she plays a lot of Irish music and um, she plays the violin and, and knows a ton of... Um, like old Irish songs and you know that she's someone who's you know better better at that than me so you know she's been really inspirational for me you know I've just been yeah. trying to learn from her I've been jamming with her and stuff and we've been recording songs and that's been a lot of fun you know I'm I'm trying to do the you know the exact same thing yeah. just find people who are inspirational for me and and yeah just like you said Hector I mean you know James and his dedication to the banjo is an inspiration he's been pushing it man it's really really yeah. awesome um you know which very naturally sort of rolls into uh 
You went to a banjo camp not that long ago. I what happened did. at the banjo camp? It's the second one you've been to now. It's my second one, yeah. The first one was a blast, so I decided to do the second one, uh, do it again this year. Um, banjo Ben Clark, uh, shout out to them. Um, the whole thing is fantastic. I've been taking lessons with him for a long time, and uh, going to the events are just super fun. All of his educators from Katie Clark, his sister, she's fantastic, to Bill Evans, who does just some of the most amazing classical work I've ever heard on banjo, and Alan Monday, who wasn't there this year, which I just kind of sucked, but hopefully I'll get to go to a different one. He has his own camp out in the Midwest that I really want to go out to, so I might try to go to that one instead next year, or maybe okay. both. Hit that cool. while we're on tour. Yeah, that's <laughs> very Keith, tempting. Keith wants to come to a camp with us. I'm my friend Keith, so I've, I've actually been playing around with the idea of finding a camp that you're going to that has everything and bringing Keith and I've Hector come. We could all go. It'd be a blast. It'd be a yeah. fun thing to do. get all of us there. Mm -hmm. It's something I've never done, go to a camp. It's something I've no, I, d I have no experience and of. And it's one of those it. things that, like, no matter your level of ability in anything, you can take something away from it. Yeah. You know, there's all these people that are great at what they do. And they're just there to, you know, help you, you know, through your journey and what you're doing. And it's like a very communal thing, especially like Ben Clark and all their, their you know, like their group. It's very welcoming. It's very family. You go there. You're at his house in Texas. You know, you're on his yeah. ranch. He's got like big old longhorns, and his kids are all running around on four wheelers, and they're helping out. Oh, and, nice! You know they invite you to, you know, um, church on Sunday afterwards, and everything. So it's just, it's a super fun group, and they, you know, all the people there are just wonderful to be around, and you know they have beginner, intermediate, and advanced classes, and it's it's just a fun thing all together. Yeah, it sounds it, man. It sounds just fab. We all got to do that at some point. So let's have a little bit of a discussion about what we just did up there on that stage, then. Um, so, <laughs> well, well then. <laughs> well, my the reason I chose that song in the bleak midwinter. I know it was extraordinarily emo, but um, it's just I don't know, man. When I was a kid, I was always the one that I liked singing the most. When I, you know, when I, when we used to go to midnight mass and all that kind of thing, it just uh, has a certain haunting, nostalgic quality for me, and yeah. and just like it, man. I just like it. So uh, why Dominic the Donkey? <laughs> because that's just the funnest song. And, yeah. And like over the past like five or five to ten years, it's gotten uh, a big like traction on its own of like being brought back into the world a little bit. So right, right. I, I, I we always sung it when I was a kid. Lou Monte was always like our favorite, you know, like Italian folk cheese ball. Yeah. And that was one of the best songs. It was super fun. We did it in Butch. Um, yeah, I felt like a little fraudulent the... because I was doing the Joe parts. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we did it in Bush originally because I was just like, we're just going to do it. it. It's a song that people will love and people will, like random people will be into. And it's always fun. It's ridiculous because it talks about a don like Santa's not able to deliver gifts because the reindeer can't, the flying reindeer can't get up the mountains so like they get a donkey to help them because that's what you need so like it's a, such a ridiculous a tale ridiculous. but it's awesome it's yeah. a fun time no it's hilarious um and and uh so what place in your heart does Feliz Navidad have 
Sí. ¿Qué? Sí. ¿Qué? Sí. Because <laughs> it's, uh, you put me on a spot and it was the only Spanish Christmas song I could think of. <laughs> we literally had an entirely different idea of what we were going to do. And then we literally all started doing traditional songs to like our own thing. And it was yeah, great. exactly. It was fun, though. It was fun to do it like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's a great song as well. I don't know if there is a better Christmas song than that one. Oh, no. No, it was, it's fun. It fun. And fun. everybody knows it. It's yeah. fun yeah. that, like, I don't care what race you are you know that song yeah exactly. <laughs> it, it was fun it was fun too because like you sang your song and you know we you know were there and stuff and then james you know sang his song and we backed him up a little bit or whatever and then i sang my song it was it was fun i don't yeah. I, I don't get to sing very often even in killbillies like i pretty much you know i do a lot i do a lot of backup singing um so i'm singing all the time but it's very rare that i get a chance to you know to sing the main you know whatever so it was, i don't know it was fun i, I enjoyed yeah. it it was fun absolutely so um all right, I think at, um, at this point in the proceedings, it's time to bring out our producer, friend, and ally, Mr. Justin Hucker, and we can all hand um, some gifts to each other. Yeah, oh, it's gift-giving time. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there he is. Is that like a, it's, is that a diaper on <laughs> oh your head? What gosh, the hell is I that? I love it. <laughs> yes. How weird is that, like, I didn't have... He didn't so have a hat, so... Be, okay. This... <laughs> I felt weird because I didn't have one of the hats, so I just made one of my own. I love it. Is the that, best part is, is it doesn't even look like it's that ridiculous. It looks pretty ridiculous. <laughs> when the bell's that, in there, it looks just like the rest of our hats. Paper towel and scotch yes. tape, is yes. that what I'm looking at? Yes, yes. <laughs> Jesus Paper Christ. towel, scotch tape, and a bell that someone gave me a while back. Oh, my God. I love it. Before we get into the giving the gifts, Justin, have you got any advice for young musicians? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I think you guys did a really good job as far as... Um, making a point of like it's it's who you play with who you enjoy playing with is such a big part we actually had a big thing happen today at the school where kids were just not getting along very well and it wasn't a musicianship thing it was just simply that they weren't getting along and we had to sit down and like figure out the problem and it was a huge deal and it just kind of reminded me of like yeah this is this is it's kind of the whole reason that we do the spell is just insane. It's like right in my <laughs> This is the best. Time. I can't believe it. You, you've pulled something out of your ass, there, which is spectacular. But yes, um, I can't even like, look at you. I can't even take the whole thing serious. Like I, you should. Because I don't even see the bell. I just see you with freaking paper towel on your head. It's like the best it thing. Looks, and let's be honest. It looking looks like, like a diaper. You're like, looking like you're like trying to hide from the government or aliens. Like, that, that's amazing. It looks like a diaper. And aliens do exist, but they were talking about UFOs, not aliens. The whole government uh, thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, All right. Just so you know. We stand corrected. Oh, you got the you got the closure for us. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. You got the four one one. Okay, so le let's um let's open some of these presents then. So um why don't we first off just someone grab a present? Who wants okay, to start? Okay, I think first off, before we open the regular presents, I feel like we should finish <laughs> last Christmas, last year's presents. So James okay. and I, so James and I got this amazing, got this amazing idea. idea for Ben for Christmas. And it wasn't really amazing. It was just an idea that both but, of us thought right. was a good idea. So the gift was purchased, created, ready to go, but it included some installation. And we were trying to figure out when would be the good time to install. And, and then it just and January our came along, and then February, March, <laughs> April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. And here we are in December, and we decided, well, we'll just give it to you. And instead of, uh, you know, 
<laughs> you know, sh- we slyly gonna- installing it. We'll just work that out with you later, because <laughs> it's been a year and you deserve last year's Christmas present. So, so I think we'll start with that. This is incredible. So, so Merry Christmas, 2022, man. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, so, we, so we got we got to tell the backstory of why we decided to get you a a mailbox. Can you describe your mailbox to our listeners, please? Um, it is a really old mailbox that I spray painted lime green because I thought it would be funny, and then and then we have like um, a, a bunch of duct tape around. It's like a rope it's and a duct, duct tape. tape together. So you're driving down this road looking for the duct tape one. Oh, you right, open on. it. You got, you got to open it though. You're looking for the duct you tape. Open that end. Ridiculous mailbox in this line of things, and it always sneaks and up so you on never you. Know but it is noticeable is, yeah. because it is. But it's hard. But it is hard to find. So then it's like you know you're trying to figure out which is Ben's house. Here, I guess I'll hold this. Can't have dead air. Oh my word! It's a Killbillies. It's a Killbillies mailbox. Yeah. That's now, the coolest thing I've ever seen. Now, the the staff, if I'm not correct, because I'm the one with the least amount of theory at this table, is a C major scale for childs. Yep. C for childs. Yeah. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, that is a C major scale. C major scale, C for childs. Yeah, we, we, we thought about this for a while. We put a lot of thought into this. Right? It just fell apart in the... <laughs> in the delivery. In the delivery. The idea was we did this. We were going to install it. We were going we to sneak it. under your property one night and just take out the other one and install this. And it was never the right time. And then sometimes you weren't there, but Christy was, or you know, or Christy was there. Somebody was always... And I thought, you know what? We're going to get arrested doing this. Like, let's just get... <laughs> I know. It's like a mailbox, yeah, dude. It's a federal a, offense to like yeah. screw yeah. people's mailboxes. So then I was like, all right, you know what? We're just going to give it to him. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's You're, super kind of you. You're very welcome. <laughs> well done last year. Well done last year. <laughs> 2022. Yeah. All right, now we can roll it in 2023. All right, so this is James's first present. And while he's opening that, I'm going to get his second one. I have two. So th- there's actually another one of these, but this is the first part of it. it it's bushes. Oh, it's bushes. <laughs> I love it. It's bushes for our D&D for game. For D&D, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. I'm not going to lie. It looks like you gave me a bag of weed. <laughs> I got, like, super excited. I was like, I shouldn't open this on the thing. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and then your other present is is this. Oh, look at that! Oh, for my, Ooh, for what I know is that <laughs> I do need yeah. this because I'm doing the mixing for Killbillies all the time on the thing, and my the the stand <laughs> I put it on is like on the floor. I can't reach it. It's but a we huge tell, issue. But we tell people that he needs the iPad for lyrics and for I know, like cute changes. So I can look like that guy <laughs> who needs the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's one. Um, this is to Hector from Justin. Okay. Right, let's see. <laughs> I, I got I got some trees too, but they hadn't arrived yet. I love these. <laughs> they're like I can't even like there's like they're, they're like they're like crazy colors. So it does it look like, like weird it. though, man. It does. <laughs> when you like opened it, I was ones, like, red ones. It's, so funny, I was like Whoa. it's funny because it looks and smells and is like weed. No, <laughs> just not really. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> they just smell like straight weird plastic. 
I can't. The oh, mailbox. Man, this is beautiful. It's a picture of the Invisible Man. What is it? It's a silk screen. Uh, <laughs> uh, look at that. So the backstory on this is I recently purchased a silk screen machine, but I still haven't purchased any screens. So now so I now, have a screen. Now, oh, no. now, now can, we're going to print something. Now we can print something. <laughs> yeah. That's I appreciate awesome, it, man. Dude. That's awesome. printing. That's awesome. I love this because so far the gifts are like things that we all can like enjoy too. I'm sorry, I keep like not speaking to my hi everybody. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm gonna open one for me. Except yeah, the mailbox. To me. Ben from Justin. And this is another one that's kind of like all of us can enjoy. I took a chance though, Ben. I know you don't like uh, games, so. Yeah. How are we gonna do a five six one music hot ones? Oh, what? Oh. That's amazing. It's the Hot Ones stuff. So we're going to do it. We'll do a Five One Music Home Up. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, only sure. 100%. Jan, only if James wears his chicken suit. I'll wear my chicken suit for it. I'll absolutely <laughs> wear my chicken suit for it. So Ben is extremely into hot sauce. He actually makes his own, and I know he's a fan of the show, so I thought that that would be a good one. I was for growing him. peppers for Ben for a while. Yeah, that's right. Good I'm going to get back into the peppers. Yeah. That's Pe super cool. Peppers. Thank you so much. Peppers. Um, all right, what else we got? What's this? To Hector from Ben. Hector from Ben. I feel ben. like I'm Santa. Like, like oh, by the way, Santa? while he's opening that, this is actually all, my gift from Justin, my uh, Make yeah. It Snow shirt from Captain Picard. That's spectacular. I didn't realize you got him that. Oh, you yeah. might have told me earlier and I just didn't put two and two together. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't know we were going to do... Was there um, supposed to be a guitar pick on the podcast? So I just gave it to him <laughs> yesterday. A guitar pick. Would Thanks. you give him a blue the chip? The box is just stuffing, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that was in there. <laughs> Picks just fall into I things for us. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. What am I? Oh, here we go. What is this? I don't know. What does it say? I on didn't the read it, so I don't know. Got you a box. It says cello something. Oh, I know what this is. Oh, here we I, go. This was one of my possibles for you anti, too. I'm glad that he told me. Anti-slip pad. Ah, oh, dude. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so, so you yeah. can just put that in your bag, and if we're on some weird stage, you can just use that. Yeah, so I have that that uh, that rubber tip that goes on the end of the metal rod on the on the bass, and there are some stages that yeah. that just doesn't and hold. You like, can use I'm the, playing, you can use and the, the bass spike. is like traveling away yep. while I'm playing. And you can use so. the spike tip in that because it's a wood surface on the inside. Yeah. You can just stab into yeah, it. Yeah, that's awesome, move. man. Thank you. That'll definitely get put to good use. Yeah, no problem, dude. My pleasure. And then this is the other one. Um, this is for Justin. Um, and it sort of relates to a present that you told me you're getting. You told him you're getting. Thanks for the guitar pick, too. <laughs> also, I love the, the, the guitar pick. The, the box on the outside is a bit of a red herring because it's not the same pedal. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay, so yeah, I'm getting a seven string, which I like found out because I asked for it. <laughs> I'm an adult, and that's how that works. So Ben just got me an MXR Melbourne full bore. I can't read. Oh yes, yeah, a Melbourne fettle. It's called a Melbourne fettle. It's called a full bore metal, and um, so it has a gate on it, right? So it has a noise gate, yeah. and, and it can really do all that awesome so like mid scooping. Yeah. yeah. So you can, okay, nice. So Dude, so. What is the seventh string on a seven string guitar? Is it higher B, than right? it's, high, it's the high, it's it's higher? It's another G string for extra sexiness. Yeah, they go the metal route so they don't have to worry about the drop. Gotcha. D. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sweet. Then he can uh, go to drop A. Yeah, this he, is me and you. This is it's you and James. Either, <laughs> either one of you can open or you can open together. I don't care. That's from me. I already know what it is instantaneously. It's a giant. 
Never mind. So a backstory on this one. So every time we play out, we we me and Ben have the crappy version of the Hercules mic stand. And what happens is every time you pick it up by anything but the base, it literally breaks apart. The whole top and just comes right a off. A quality product aside from that annoyance. And Hector always watches us and always grabs our mics and sees us struggle and curses every time he has to do it. So he bought us replacements, stands of the correct style. Well, this is nice because the boom actually you stand it straight up and it slides down into yes. into the into it's the a lower pole. Profile. So had yeah, so it's not just the, and so when you're traveling with it and stuff, it doesn't have this extra boom dangling around everywhere. It's nice. It's nice. It's the stand that I've been using, and they're always jealous of it. So now it's the I king it. of stands. <laughs> I is, love it. It is I the nicest it. one yeah, that I've one. like used. It's and it's quality. solid. It's yeah. quality. I've had it for quality what almost product. two years now. Yeah. yeah, mine is too. Aside from the fact that it just breaks apart, it go back together and you can see it, but it just is. It's just annoying. an annoyance. You've got the same ones that I've got, right? With the little clip and it yes. just always pops pops yes. right off, especially yeah. once they're like six months old. Done. Yeah. That's it. Because it keeps on pulling off too. So, yeah. Yeah. It gets obnoxious. The irony of um, what we're doing right now with these presents is I'm going to end up driving away with about 75% of this stuff because so much of it is banned stuff. He's going to go into the car. Right, 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 right. He's going to go into the car. All right. What have we got here? That's to Justin from James. I'm very excited about this one. Feliz Navidad. I actually had Hector custom design this. I sent him what I wanted it to be. Really? Yeah. Thank you, Bolt. <laughs> oh, it looks amazing. I can't. This is my favorite quote from like any cartoon ever. <laughs> now I'm all you've got. It's just the worst thing that he and ever did. And that's the did. scene. I literally, I, love that I literally, so they much. didn't have the scene anywhere. So I took a picture of it on the TV screen, sent it to Hector, and had him draw it out. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Thank you guys. This is awesome. This is so cool. What? This is a lot of fun, actually. I have to say. Now so, I'm all you've got. <laughs> <laughs> he kills his dog. He kills his dog. Okay, it's sorry. the best scene ever. And that's the that's best. for Justin. There you go, Justin. Oh man, around. I love that it's managing to stay on your I'm head. That so ball much. seems very heavy for how like a piece of. It's a lot of tape. <laughs> that's how much tape I had to use. It looks good though, weirdly, from my angle. On camera, it's, it looks like you know the the Dutch. Hats? Oh yeah, it's kind of the it does look exactly like that. Yeah. But but here in person, it looks like a diaper with a dangly thing. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, I remember this. I All right, so this. the backstory on this is: I feel like more often than not, I come into the studio for podcast night, and you're not feeling well, and it's usually from a migraine of that some sort of headache. So it happens a yeah. lot. And so Kelly has one of these, and it works wonders. It's heat and massage and darkness on your eyes while while you're laying there, and it, like, helps your migraine. Dude, that like, is awesome yeah. and very thoughtful. Thanks, yeah. man. I will definitely put this to good use. Yeah, I, fig I figured that was a – I tried to come up with something that, that was something that you would, you know, you would actually use. So I definitely will. Yeah. I'm going to use this tonight because you're giving me a headache. <laughs> you can't get over that. You can't get no, over that, Gandhi. This is giving me a migraine. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. But the, but the gift of the night is definitely it's, last year's. Last year's gift. <laughs> That's a great one. 
It was. It was. Uh, I literally. We were like going to go out there, yeah. put a new post in the whole thing. We're like, I we, we got to do this. We're going to do this. I was like, I'm going to call. I'll call Christy. I'll get her out. I'll get him. To, get her to pull Ben out of the house. We'll just do it. And it just. It fell just apart never worked out. That. Every it time just... we tried to do it, something came up. And then, and then when we finally had time again, something came up. And like, you know, like and one, then, and then we were like, it was like October. Yeah, and, and like, we were like, well. we were like, well, let's just go do it. And then we're like, no, nah, somebody's like, somebody's going to call the cops, and we're going to get arrested or something. I'm like, and then, Dude, like he said, before we knew it, it was October. And I'm like, wow. Well, Sequesta has more cops than like regular people, so you probably were onto something. There. So, this so the dumb, awesome. the dumb thing is though, this the, this was finished and put into that box, and then I set it next to my bed, like next to the nightstand. It's literally been sitting there. So when I grabbed it today, Kelly was like, "Is that leaving our bedroom?" <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> You've had a mailbox in your bedroom for an entire year. That's very funny. Only you. <laughs> Everything about this story is amazing, honestly. I, I can't. I, I mean, where else was I going to put it? You know, it's just there. They wanted to th- always think about it, so they didn't want to forget about it right, entirely. Right. Except, except it just gave me anxiety because I couldn't forget about it. <laughs> so it's at this time that I just want to look to each one of you guys and say, you're my best friends, love you guys, and have a wonderful Christmas. Ditto, man. You too. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas to you too, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> All right. Wicked. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Thank you very All much. All right. Merry See Christmas, you later. everybody. Merry Christmas.